You are Locked On Browns, your daily podcast coming to Cleveland Browns, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good evening, everybody. Uh, pretty much uh, your final preseason pregame show before tomorrow night. Uh, First Energy, Detroit Lions. What comes of it comes of it. Let's be honest, none of it means a damn thing before September 8th. Uh, Pete Smith, Jeff Lloyd, your local experts on the biggest stories as we roll through your daily delivery of all things dog pound uh pete the news of the day here today um yeah i guess this is probably the biggest thing brown wise um obviously everybody knows kareem hunt serving an eight game suspension antonio callaway serving a four game suspension antonio callaway can kind of stick around behind the scenes what be it as it may kareem hunt and pete this is probably the one we were a little bit more concerned about is kareem hunt's gonna go off on his own for the next two months starting, I guess I get, it's either Sunday, I'm assuming it's Sunday, Sunday, Monday. Uh, not exactly the fate you wanted. I mean, you'll take it with Callaway. You were hoping for better for Kareem Hunt, but and now it's, you know, with Kareem Hunt, which could be, you know, I mean, the size of, you know, the addition and what he can bring to this offense when you do get him here for the second half. But it's certainly a, a worrisome thing to know that he's off the radar essentially for the next two months. Yeah, I don't know it, what the um, how that works. How how you decide who gets to um, have the support of the team and, and be able to go to the facility and who doesn't. Um, maybe there is a the one know, thing just you know the one thing I got is maybe because Antonio Callaway's what he did was they felt something where it was you know he could still be around as his was more of a discretion whatever, as more as, you know, what Kareem Hunt did, you know, where maybe they felt Antonio Callaway, due to his discretion, would need the support more, whereas Kareem Hunt was just an out-and-out violation of what NFL players are allowed to do. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there – maybe there is a hard and fast rule with that, and, and you know, it feels very up to the league and arbitrary and, and ultimately sort of what they feel like at the time. Um, obviously, with Callaway – it's more important for him uh, from the standpoint of he is dealing with a injury and uh, access to the training staff and medical care and all those things to make sure that is, uh, you know, he should be, he, he should be healthy by the time he's done with his suspension and able to sort of contribute if, if that's where the Browns are going with him. And I assume they are. Uh, whereas uh, this is sort of the, the fear you have with, with uh, Kareem Hunt is that he's sort of out in the open and left to his own devices. And uh, I would think uh, that, you know, between now and, uh, you know, a a little over a week, a week and a half until the regular season gets going, uh, or it may technically be Thursday for next Thursday uh, when the, you know, that league kickoff thing goes that uh, they will have a plan in place or at least, try to have as much of a plan in place for Kareem Hunt and what he, what, you know, essentially what they're prescribing for him to do. Uh, And and hopefully, you know, it's, it's a way that he can sort of do what he needs to do in terms of counseling for his, uh, you know, the alcohol stuff and counseling for anger management and those type of things. So he can stay on the right path. And hopefully, you know, we don't get into a situation where, uh, you know, it's week three of the season and the Browns have come off, you know, uh, or, or Monday night uh, game against the Rams or Sunday night, whatever it is. 
uh, and and you're you're seeing you know reports of Kareem Hunt out at such and such bar, restaurant, whatever, uh, you know, potentially getting into a situation he shouldn't be. So I would hope there's there's some sort of plan in place for him, and hopefully he follows it and does right by you know. I mean, look, he doesn't have. Uh, you know, they, they, he, he's basically one strike away from being uh, – I'm sure he will get another shot, but for him it would be more about the money um, and what that would cost him to make another mistake. Uh, and that would be su- substantial uh, penalty to his bottom line. So uh, it's great for Callaway. Uh, it's, it's obviously uh, – it's very – uh, fingers crossed, knock on wood type situation with, with Hunt. Well, I mean, the first thing with Callaway is, look, there was already a year removed from any type of football whatsoever. Um, so for him, again, to have another four weeks, and obviously he's been through a myriad of issues, you know, between Florida and obviously now with you know three transgressions already as an NFL player, it's good for him to be around and look at, to be around the guys in, in that aspect. And obviously you brought up the injury aspect, which is huge too. Uh, Kareem, look, you reap what you sow. Um, you, you know, you, you pay the piper. Um, it is interesting that the one thing, though, just to think with Kareem Hunt, Pete, say there is still another bump, you know, hits another speed bump whatsoever. The Dallas Cowboys never pay Ezekiel Elliott. Kareem Hunt, your featured back for the Dallas Cowboys. It's just something that, like, you know, you could almost see the story be writing itself because they would always go that route. This was just one sitting on a beach chair today. Kind of one, kind of just one that said, "Wow, that would be a scenario that wouldn't absolutely stun me." Well, um, you know, legendary negotiator Jerry Jones has all but conceded he's going to give in and pay uh, Ezekiel Elliott what he wants uh, by like going on a radio show and basically guaranteeing that uh, Ezekiel Elliott would be back by saying that you know, you're missing a guy, but he'll be back for. Uh, for the first game or something, something to that effect. I mean, it, it, he is the ultimate folder in, uh, when it comes to anything negotiated. He, he'll talk tough and then he folds every time. So um, I fully expect <coughs> Zeke would get every dollar <coughs> he wants. But yeah, I mean, with Kareem Hunt, um, you know, if you get a godfather type offer, uh, you should absolutely be in the market for it. Uh, you should absolutely think about it from that standpoint. Now, obviously, I, I don't think you can technically trade a guy while he's suspended, but, I mean, nevertheless, if, if there's somebody who, you know, if there's a team out there that, that feels like they are, um, you know, close to a contender or, you know, feels like they're a playmaker away or has a big, big injury and they want to, you know, go after Hunt now, uh, you know, you can try to get essentially what you hopefully be getting uh, after this year if you if you don't trust him, and God knows you shouldn't uh, if if you're looking to deal him. Um, so yeah, I mean that's uh, I suppose on some level there there's that sort of look out for um, on, on some of these teams, and and maybe there's somebody out there that 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 uh, could be in the market for uh, that type of back. I mean, you know, the, obviously Dallas stands out. The 49ers are, are probably going to be down um, their tailback again, but they've got a bunch of depth. So, like, Breida, Matt Breida is very good. So, I, I wouldn't expect them. But they, you never know with some of these teams uh, that are willing to pay up and try to make a big push. 
Um, Jarek McKinnon may never play it down for the San Francisco 49ers, and it's just, you know, uh, it's unfortunate how it happened. Uh, you know, luckily for the kid, he got paid because he was showing well. But, I mean, it's almost one of those ones where you're wondering if it's, you know, you're getting, you know, if, you know, the chandeliers got eight bulbs and maybe seven are already out for Jarek McKinnon. Um, and plus Tevin Coleman, Tevin Coleman's there as well. So, you know, obviously a lot of balls in the hopper with that. Um, we're going to get into, uh, you know, Browns, Lions here in a second as, you know, we get ready for the fourth and final preseason. Hallelujah. Thank God as far as that is concerned. Long day at work. Still stuck at the office. Uh, the misses, the significant other, still working. Still got kids to pick up from activities, sports practices, whatever it is. Uh, that's where the DoorDash app can come in for you guys. Choose what you want to eat. You know, big restaurants, chilies, local stuff. DoorDash, DoorDash is very, very comfortable and accessible to the area in which you live in. Uh, right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when they download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code Locked On. all caps, no space, Locked On. Again, it's huge. You can have the food delivered to you. You can get, you know, the choices are pretty much endless. You know, whatever chain restaurants are near you, they're always there for you. Use the promo code Locked On, no space, all caps to get $5 off your first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app. Pete, offensively, uh, tomorrow night. Uh, first thing I'm thinking is, you know, quarterback-wise, I mean, I don't know the split. I We know we're not going to see Baker. I, I doubt we're going to see Drew Stanton. My guess is Garrett Gilbert for a quarter to two and David Blau for the rest, maybe three quarters. Uh, perhaps, uh, I mean, I, I my, my guess is if, if they're, if he's going to go with the two, he'll do what he did last time and go one half, one half. Uh, but it, it, unless, you know, they don't want to show David Blau at all because they want to give him to the practice squad or something crazy like that. But yeah, I would expect, uh, he gives them each a half, uh, as he did the last time. Uh, you know, obviously I think they like what they've seen from Pierre Gilbert. I think David Blau, is more than worth a practice squad spot at this point, unless somebody else comes out of nowhere Uh, or, you know, somebody, you know, fingers crossed comes in and really wants to get you uh, uh, Garrett Gilbert on their team and wants to trade you. And then you just go ahead, you know, either put David Blau on the uh, practice squad and and open up another roster spot or something that effect. Uh, But yeah, I mean, that he was, his press conference talking about, um, why he gave them each a half the last time was interesting. And, and, and I, I think he will do that again. If that's uh, his, his plan is just to roll two quarterbacks. I, I don't see any reason to put, obviously Mayfield's not going to be out there and I, I don't see any reason to put coach Stanton out there in pads again. So uh, yeah, I would expect one, half for each of those guys. And, and, and honestly, I mean, you know, so many people are like sort of down on the fourth preseason game. I, I like watching those guys play quarterback, both of them, um, in what I've seen. So that, that can be that can be good. If nothing else, uh, that is two quarterbacks that you will at least get. Um, it, it, let's say the Browns aren't uh, ha- aren't satisfied with or haven't made the decision on their sixth receiver or third tight end or whatever. Even though Freddie Kitchen kind of already let the cat out of the bag on the third tight end. Um, that you will get two quarterbacks who will get the ball out there and, and will allow guys to make plays. It's not going to be a situation where, you know, you're going to have a quarterback who can't hit the broad side of a barn and you get no evaluation. There's going to be passes to catch and plays to make for those guys. 
Uh, I mean, look, I mean, nobody's looking for uh, A.J. Olette. And, and look, no offense to him. He's had a really nice camp. But uh, nobody wants to see A.J. Olette get, uh, you know, 30 carries or whatsoever. So uh, as we move on here, um, you know, it obviously brought up the wide receiver position. You know, it was something to look out for. For you, Pete, one, two, offensively, who are two guys that, you know, you're most anticipating tomorrow night? Uh, number one for me is Seth Devolve uh, because – Freddie Kitchens. Pressure's on, Seth. Pressure's on. Well, that's the question. Freddie Kitchens, uh, yesterday's press conference, I think. Uh, yes. Or basically let the cat out of the bag that, that uh, when they were asking about a blocking back, he said it's going to be a tight end. Uh, and the only tight end who's done it here in this Last year and this year. <laughs> is devolved. So unless, you know, unless it's coming from somebody somewhere else, it seems like Seth Devolve has made the roster. Um, so, you know, it's more of a question of how will they utilize him? Certainly they're going to have to have him play because, they, you know, they don't have the numbers to just not have guys play. And if they don't roll out with Demetrius Harris, for example, because they're not going to play Njoku, uh, they're going to need all those guys to get plays. So in that case, it, are, are we going to see Devolve used purely as a, a tight end or are they going to go ahead and keep him, you know, fullback? type stuff you know are they, are they trying to you know get through without putting more hits on him or you know that type of stuff so that stuff's intriguing to me uh i, I you know i i like stuff devolve obviously um i really really hope that he can be the fullback slash tight end because if he can it just opens up so many options on this offense that they had and let go and dan vitale the superback it's just the idea that you can, you know, play action fake and, and, and you know, have uh, a devolved type player catching arrow routes and shit. Uh, they can get up the field in, in, in space with the athleticism he has could be really, really good. It's uh, sort of an old school West Coast type fullback type thing. Uh, the other guy that, I, you know, the other guy that I am interested in watching, uh, assuming he's going to play and I don't see any, re- you know, I haven't seen any reason he wouldn't would be Brian Finney and Ganofo. Um, I kind of think he hadn't played that much the last preseason game, specifically because they want to hide him on the practice squad and they don't want to show him off too much. A James uh, Campman special. Yes. Uh, that, that, uh, that seems like he's the, he's the guy that they'd like to get in there. Um, so, you know, I, the young linemen fascinate me anyway, but Finney and Ganofo – uh, looked the part as a tackle, particularly pass protection. I'd like to see him do more as a run blocker. Obviously, you know, he's very raw, has a lot to improve upon, but he has the athletic traits and, and was able to get out and pass protect. He just looks like a guy that, that's worth betting on um, in terms of the future, and, and it would not surprise me if he doesn't play or plays very little because they tried to sneak him onto the practice squad. But uh, that is, that, those, are the, and th- those are the whole reason I'm interested in those guys. Because whether they play or they don't play, that you know, either way, likely has a very important reason. Uh, yeah, I agree with you there. Um, and uh, obviously, as um, Joel Batonio will affectionately call him, he's Brian. His name is Brian. I don't know the rest of it. Um, for me, it's going to be Damian Ratley. Um, I, I think you know I, I, we're doing these Google bits now, and I'm not inserted sure how they're inserted into what articles or whatever. Um, but Damien Ratley, I do a one minute now on the five minute a day. Damien Ratley was my one minute. He's going to make the 53. They have the faith, obviously, in the 
um, special teams ability. These are the types of John Dorsey wide receivers he drafted in the later rounds in his years in Kansas City, and they all went on a two, three, four-year you know careers there. Um, I, he needs to get start. He needs to be able to at least do something, get a little bit confidence going as far as um, the offense, uh, you know, so that's where Damian Ratley is going to come in. You know, I, he, I think he needs a role tomorrow night. Yeah, I, I do want to see A.J. Olette. You know, it's not going to mean a hill of beans, sadly. And the kid really came in in a pinch here when they got really low on running backs, you know, when Duke was injured, uninjured, quote, unquote. Um, and obviously Kareem Hunt about it, had been on the field, but, you know, put together a nice camp and did everything that was asked to him. Uh, so he's certainly someone I'm looking for. Uh, my my question is going to be, how soon do you see Forbes? And is there any question there's going to be possible? Because I think you maybe want to give him some first-team reps because is he next man in? God forbid something happens week one against Tennessee. Do you at least want him to, you know, I mean, well, obviously we're not going to see much of the offensive line, but how early is he going to be in? Obviously he's probably going to start tomorrow night. Does he play a ton? Because you want to have him as ready as possible because he's probably next man in, you know, at maybe even either guard spot because they were showing him in both guard, guard spots. So those are two for me to look out for. Uh, with the flip of the coin here, Pete, obviously go to the defensive side. Uh, name or two that you're looking for in the defensive side of the ball. Oh, defensive side. Um, I mean, honestly, it, it, it's, it's, it's like what I, I want to watch punt. Um, you know, because that's sort of where this, this, the, 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 this is going to get sorted out. Uh, but by virtue of, of the question, I'm going to say Greedy Williams. Uh, I expect he's going to play quite a bit, uh, at least early. He may you know, get a whole quarter, may get a whole half. Uh, but he needs to get better. Uh, he needs to get more consistent. Obviously, he's having some mistakes that are mental mistakes by virtue of being a rookie. Uh, but, you know, he, he is behind uh, Terrence Mitchell. And I don't think it's – you know, I, I don't think it was like a photo finish. I think – there, there are real, real issues that Greedy Williams has to work through. Um, and, and, you know, that was sort of an under, understood when he was drafted, even though a lot of people wanted to, you know, say, well, he's the starter. Uh, you know, he is thin as a rail. The physicality is something he has to adapt to. Uh, Got a stinger last week, which showed that. Right. And it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a different deal. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's the NFL. It's it's not the SEC. There are no uh, there are no Chattanoogas or uh, Jacksonville States on the on the schedule. And granted, those are, are two teams that have uh, I don't know about Chattanooga, but Jacksonville State certainly is upset some SEC team. Uh, there is no the Citadel uh, on the schedule, and you've got to be able to sort of uh, deal with it in week in and week out. And that's that's sort of a test with him. And I, and I do think he's going to come come along. I think he is going to get better. And I, and I think in some respects he may benefit uh, from being sort of a, a uh, package player and specific situations as opposed to a full, full role guy. Uh, but, you know, I think that's coming at some point. Uh, and then the other, other thing I'm interested to watch uh, would be probably be Daniel Equale. Um, I have thought, the Browns would keep five defensive tackles uh, and him being the fifth. Uh, I mean, it's possible they'll only keep, they'll keep five edge players and keep four defensive tackles. Uh, but, uh, you know, Equale, if he's trying to come in and, and be a pure nose, one, he needs to play and two, he needs to sort of uh, make a move here because it seems like the Browns, if they do keep four, um, then one of those is going to be Deverell Lawrence, who's sort of that combo guy in the same way Ogunjobi is, 
because I think Trevon Coley is going to make the team. So I think uh, when it comes to a guy like Aquale, he's basically trying to justify uh, keeping an, a, a true nose uh, to back up Hogan Joby, you know, assuming the Browns don't like uh, somebody that's going to be available on waivers or something. I, but I've seen nothing from Carl Davis. Brian Price may or may not still be injured, but he's missing some of the time. So Aquale seems like the last best hope for a, you know, true uh, two-gapping nose uh, that, that can come in and maybe, you know, provide some run, run play uh, or short yardage type reps.
Pete. Yep. Oh my God. All right. Um, Antonio Brown is now an Oakland Raider. Le'Veon Bell, after punting the 2018 season, is a New York Jet. Odell Beckham Jr., obviously, folks, he's here in Cleveland. Andrew Luck, currently not in the NFL. The one thing that hasn't changed is where me and the folks at Locked On are putting our money on Sunday's games. MyBookie is the place to bet on football every weekend. MyBookie has better bonuses and more prop bets than any other sportsbook Period. This year, they are holding their first online handicapper super contest. The first place is guaranteed to win at least $100,000, and it only costs $100 to enter. All you got to do is pick five NFL games against the spread, spread every week to climb the leaderboard and claim your share of the prize pool. I would only recommend a site to you that's been good to us in the past, guys. Obviously, MyBookie has been with us for the years. That's why MyBookie.com is always the right play. You bet, you win, they pay. MyBookie has live in-game betting on every NFL game. They've got the most water play perks in the business. And for all the fantasy folks out there, you can bet on fantasy over-unders through MyBookie.com. They will match your initial deposit up to $1,000, 100%. Drop a grand, they'll give you a grand. You got $2,000. That will cover you for the entire season. Uh, use the promo code LOCKEDON, all caps, space in between, Locked On to activate the offer. Visit MyBookie.com, M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E.com, MyBookie.com. Remember to use the promo code LOCKEDON. Uh, of course, and you, uh, I'm sorry, and register today. You, uh, you bet, you win, you get paid with mybookie.com. Pete, uh, now, uh, you know, we had a couple of questions here, Giovanni Raviz, and this was talking about younger players that, you know, the Browns may not be able to sneak past anybody anymore. For me, one of them is JT Hassel. Uh, a number one, I just want to see this kid get paid because the fine was so egregious, but you can make a living in the NFL on special teams. Sure. Uh, and that may be what determines one of these final roster spots. Um, there are a number of guys that fall into that category. Uh, and so he could be in there. I, I certainly think he's uh, worth uh, keeping on a practice squad if you can get him there, but I'm not so I'm not sure that he's not uh, worth more than that because he is, uh, you know, a, a safety that has uh, athleticism uh, to do that job and then can do those special teams things that may have a little more value than uh, some of the other guys that would be a spe special teams players first and position players second. Uh, so he's certainly a guy that uh, I, I've, I like what I've seen from him. I'd like to see more of it. Uh, so he stands out as definitely a guy I think that they will prioritize for the practice squad. I, I, I don't know if anybody else is going to be in a hurry to grab him, but uh, there, there's certainly every reason to think somebody could, uh, especially it, some of these teams that are just garbage uh, rosters that have lots of spots that are just trying to add talent and trying to add young talent that can be developed. He certainly fits in that mold. Yeah, he's an interesting one, uh, obviously. Pete, uh, you know, the fate of Ron L. Lewis it was another one. Uh, I'm assuming at this point, best scenario for him in Cleveland is going to be practice squad. 
Uh, yeah, unless, uh, yeah, I, I would think so. Um, they, I mean, it, it, it's kind of like Simeon Thomas where it's like, it, it feels like a throwaway pick in some respects, but uh, part of this was, you know, there are, there were only so many roster spots to go around in the first place. So, you know, you, you could sort of take flyers on, on this type of player, but uh, if nobody's interested in him in part, because, you know, you haven't seen anything, uh, you're going entire, entirely based on your uh, college evaluation that may or may not be of, uh, you know, that may or may not be as interesting to you now that you've had other players on your team and you've sort of had a chance to work with guys and whatever. Uh, I think that's absolutely the thought process behind Donnie Lewis, unless, you know, they, they just got him and just were so unimpressed that they were ready to move on. But yeah, I would, I would have, I would think that that was the plan basically the second they drafted him. Uh, it, look, and you know, look, that's what, you know, look, when you're this good now and you're this deep, you know, it's so much different in years past guys. That's stuff you got to deal with. Uh, Pete league wise, Browns wise, anything we need to get to. Uh, Jadevian Clowney apparently fired Bus Cook uh, after. I think you predicted that last night. <laughs> uh, he uh, and apparently has has put put the Houston Texans in a really tough spot by basically at least signaling that he is willing to sit out games. Uh, well, the other thing is it takes five days before you can hire a new agent. So I mean, he really put them over the coals. Yeah, yeah, that's. I'm, I'm sure that's part partly true. I mean, ultimately, when it comes down to you know the trade destination, he doesn't necessarily need an agent for that part. But sure, I, I assume he, you know, whatever trade he wants to have happen, uh, he wants to come with a new new negotiated contract. So yeah, that that could be a, a bit of a problem for him. But yeah, I mean, Houston just uh, continues to find itself. In, in a situation that's getting worse for them, not better. Uh, and they may have to try to find a way to, they may have to ultimately take less than maybe they anticipated uh, by virtue of what's going on. I, I would hope they'd be smarter than that, but uh, because they don't have a real GM, because they've got, you know, effectively Bill O'Brien really running things, he gets, you know, if, if he's not, comfortable uh, being able to hold tight with this, then, you know, that then you could see a rash decision be made. Yeah. And look, uh, it's, you know, it, it's, it's just getting worse and worse in Houston. Uh, look, Andrew Luck retiring is probably not going to change much. Uh, I still think the Colts will be a better team than that. Um, Maven, what's the latest, Pete? Go ahead. Uh, Ravens traded uh, Jermaine Elua Mutnor. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. A talented guard, really athletic, uh, good profile. I think he's dealt with some injuries to the New England Patriots. Um, I think that was one of a couple moves the Patriots made offensive line-wise. Yep. Uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, as far as uh, Browns Maven, uh, I've got an article talking about Robert Jackson and you know, basically asking if I've undersold him his chances to make the roster and then you know, here we go again with Chad Thomas and, and, and being your predicament where uh, we may have, you know, it may be a decision on, on John Dorsey. Are you willing to sort of cut somebody else for Chad Thomas that could help you? In this case, perhaps being a guy like Anthony Zettel, uh, where, in, you know, in the past it was 
Carl Nassib and uh, guys like that, where you, you're getting rid of guys that potentially help you for the sake of a draft pick that at least at this point has not shown that he can help you at all. So uh, yeah, that, that, that's what's up over there right now. Uh, and look, as you know, we'll get a post game show tomorrow night. I'll get something for you guys Friday night, obviously. Uh, and you know, for me, as far as the show, everybody listens, you know, uh, the Streetsboro program, Pete and the boys kicking off Friday night. So, uh, looking forward to that for Pete and the guys and just, you know, fruition of getting to it for real, you know, and you know, it's basically baking a product through it in the oven and let's see what the hell the thing tastes like. And, you know, Pete, and the guys are actually, you know, get to go down that route. You know, come Friday night with the Streetsboro program, but we'll get you post game tomorrow night. And obviously, we'll uh, make sure you know I'll get you guys some out, something out Friday. Um, Saturday, I'll be traveling back home, but it, it, we should be home in time to actually at least go over the day's events. So, you know, of who's been gone. Uh, actually, I remember Pete and I did that show last year. I have summers, I remember that one vividly. So we'll get into that or whatever, and then obviously, you know, Sunday and over the weekend, we'll you know, keep our eyes on what's going on, moves that have been made, if they're Browns wise or not. So you know, just where we are here for the next pending days. As far as things, you know, Browns-wise, NFL-wise, we always want to keep you a loop on that. And then crazy as it is to say, you know, I mean, come Labor Day, and it's it's literally, you know, we're on to the Titans. And let's do it. We've all been waiting for it. Uh, Pete's work, uh, brownsmaven.com. Get over there, become a member, get involved with the forums. Lots of stuff's going to be rolling on through there. Uh, follow Browns Maven on Twitter. Follow Pete at underscore Pete Smith underscore the show itself at Locked On Browns, all lowercase. Uh, follow back account. DMs are always open. Me personally at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. DMs are open there, guys. Anything you need, questions you want answered, stuff you'd like to see here on the show, by all means, send it on over here. Don't forget, we got the Zabo Apparel partnership coming up for the regular season. Uh, you guys predict the final score. Of all six teams, Abel Barrel is going to give away a shirt a week. First one to get the correct score will win it. So thanks to the guys at Zabo for that. And look for everybody who likes good apparel. It's a win-win for everybody. We're going to put a bow on this here. This has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns.